You're listening to The Uncommon Podcast, where we celebrate the stories of men and women who are living uncommon lives. These individuals pursue excellence and purpose in their relationships and work. They optimize their health and stewardship, and they embody victorious vision and fervent faith. Be inspired and encouraged to follow your own uncommon path and live a life of authenticity, accountability, and adventure. Hello and welcome everybody to The Uncommon Podcast, where I'm your host, Philip. Hey, I'm Ryan. Thanks for tuning in to another one. Man, you must like it enough to come back. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, everything's live. We're ready to go. Full disclosure, Ryan and I have shot a couple of these before we even went live, and we dropped a whole bunch. So, oh, yeah. hope you're enjoying this content. Today, we're talking about embracing the suck, mm. getting uncomfortable, getting yourself outside of the comfort area of your life. I love doing this to people. Don't love when it do- is done to me. Okay? <laughs> how, so, do you, how do you do it to people? Well, I just like to ask them questions that maybe make them uncomfortable or create an environment where it's like, I don't never done this before. Come on in. The right. water's warm. <laughs> but when it's done to me, I find that I gets a little squeamish. Yep. And so we're going to talk today about two experiences that happen on the same weekend for both Ryan and I. Yeah. We're going to talk all about it. Uh, and Ryan's going to go first. Oh, boy. Uh, he didn't know that he's doing that. But uh, <laughs> surprise, we like those here. Embracing the sucks. So <laughs> yes. Stepping into the unknown. Step into the Lead unknown. By example. Okay. What do you want to say before we just jump into the, your, your weekend? What do you want me to say? Like anything about just coming out, going out of your comfort zone. Like why is it important just to high, do that? High level. High yeah, level. Why yeah. is it good to do? Yeah. Well, we just did an episode on being surprised. So I think there's an element of that, of just mm-hmm. stepping into something where you don't know what the outcome is going to be. You don't know how you're going to be tested um, or how you're going to grow. So I'm kind of right there with you. I I love finding new opportunities and ways that I'm going to be challenged, whether it's doing something like a 75 hard where it's like mm. 75 days, no, good. no drinking, two, two workouts. One of them has to be outside, outside. ice cold shower. You got to read 10 pages of a book. You got to drink a gallon of water and it goes on and on and on. <laughs> Tests you in like every facet of your being and um, yeah, you don't know how you're going to do until you're in it. And I didn't think I was going to share this, but I think I am. Like it's biblical, I think, to step yourself outside your comfort zone. Why do I say that? James chapter one, verse two produces endurance. Trials produces endurance. Be joyful, right? And so stepping outside your comfort zone is a little bit kind of like a trial Hmm. and it's going to produce some kind of character and then when you do get pushed out into like a trial or something that's really big, yep. hopefully you'll have had enough time to be able to process through and understand that like, hey, at the end of this, God's trying to love on us and teach us to produce us a different character and it should be endurance and joyfulness mm. and steadfastness. steadfastness. Yeah. So, all right, let's talk about your weekend because I cannot wait. And yeah. Ryan and I haven't talked immensely about this no so real quick i just wanted to go back to your last point because i thought it was good i don't want to gloss by it but yeah i think it's there's a step of faith in Mm. in uh embracing these type of experiences and yeah you're almost like preparing yourself for inevitable trials down the road right i even think of like abraham god called him to go 
leave your home and everything you know and go to a land that I will show you. So he didn't even have the destination when he set out. And so, yeah, he's a father of faith for a reason. And I think for us, um, embracing these type of experiences is, yeah, just a good way for us to say, like, all right, God, like, I don't really know what you have for me here and how you want me to grow, but I'm open to it. And hopefully I can glorify you throughout the process. Yeah. So good. All right, man. Here so, we go. Yeah, my, my weekend last weekend, uh, I went to St. Louis for a dad's conference, okay. uh, a summit, uh, with the, uh, organization or the movement. It's called the dad edge. Uh, it's a podcast that you can listen to. Definitely would recommend it. It's been pretty instrumental in my own growth as a, a husband and a father. And I've been involved in their mastermind community for the better part of a year. So just a really cool experience to, you know, really meet a lot of the men that I've been getting to know via zoom virtually and like be in the same room with them, like see the whites of their eyes and be able to do some really cool uh, leadership exercises to delve into just personal experiences and, and struggles. And you just have all these, it's really cool being in an environment where virtually everyone there is, is there with the mission of being vulnerable, being mm. honest and growing. There's no like pretense. There's no, like small talk. It's like, we're getting right into the real nitty gritty yeah. stuff right away. Like no one's there to waste anybody's time. Um, so with that, it was two days that were pretty like emotionally heavy and draining in a right. good way. Right. And I definitely needed a solid two days after the summit just to process and For rest. Sure. They also like kicked our butts physically. We uh, went to a place called first form, which is, Located in St. Louis, it's like a, a supplement company, um, health and fitness. And yeah, we did a workout where it was like eight sets of four different exercises, push-ups, squats, sit-ups, and then like a face-down snow angel type thing. And it's like, how many can you do in 20 seconds? And it's like, that doesn't sound difficult on paper. Yeah. And then you get to like set number five. You're like, I can't move. <laughs> I am struggling. Yeah. And, so, and like, you know, if you work out, like it hits you like, the next day. Oh. And then the day after that, even worse. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like a slow climb out of the pit of despair and, yes. <laughs> and pain. So, yeah, it was an amazing weekend. And I would say, even just to share like what we're trying to do with the uncommon. Yeah. I think that was one question I was going to ask later is like, hey, what's yeah. the difference between the dad edge and yeah. the uncommon? You know, from your perspective, yeah. now that you've been in part of this for a right. year or so. So, yeah. Obviously, we're not wanting to like recreate the wheel and. We know that we can't serve all men and, and people in the world just like an organization like Dadage, even though they are far reaching, they can't serve everybody either. So I would say kind of where our niche is and where we're trying to differ differentiate ourselves is one with uh, the, the fervent faith being uh, a pillar of ours and what we stand for and our values. Mm -hmm. um, we're very open about that. Cool thing about I'll say about the Dadage is that while that's not one of their pillars, it is a very inclusive environment where even at the summit, I was able to share my faith and pray with people. And that's not to say like all the guys there were believers, but right. it's been cool to be able to share my faith on some of the calls that I've been on and, and also have other people speak into my faith who are our believers. Um, mm -hmm. but yeah, for us with the uncommon like that, we definitely want that to be on the forefront. Of what yeah, we absolutely. Do. And then I would say another thing that differentiates is 
we're really emphasizing the experience aspect of it. So we're reusing the in-person experiences as really kind of the jumping off point into that community and then, you know, going deeper with mastermind call teams and coaching. Cause I think what we found with like even the first two uh, fraternity weekends, when you're in an experience that is full of surprise and mystery and it's just kind of hectic and like, go, go, go your walls as a man tend to fall. Pretty Don't have quickly. time for those. Yeah. Right. And so you just, it kind of expedites the process of just like building rapport and friendship and cause you're going through these competitions and activities together. And then when right. it's time to like have dinner and like, let's talk through some real stuff. It's like, okay, we've already built these relationships pretty quickly and now we feel comfortable and like safe to do that. Yeah. So, right. We've been in the trenches together. Yeah. Exactly. So we can now address things. Yeah. Uh, I think that the third thing that I would say that we're trying to maybe create that the dad judge, you know, more than I do, but it's just the intimacy of these eight people having a smaller, more intimate group that we're trying to really dive in on. So people can go in and feel like they don't have to keep talking about the same issues to different people. It's like, no, we all kind of know what's happening. And Mm -hmm. so that's kind of different, but I'm grateful to be able to talk through that because the last thing we want to do is try to steal what they're doing. Right. Uh, But also I think there is an, there's uh, some momentum for a niche that we're kind of creating. So Mm -hmm. Anyway, okay, so let's talk about the weekend. Yeah, what do you want to know? I want to hear about, one, why did you sign up Yeah. first off? Like, what was it that you're like, man, what they're offering, I, I want a little bit more of. Yeah, because, yeah, it wasn't, I mean, I don't need to necessarily share the price, but it was not a small amount of money. Um, mm-hmm. So definitely there was a conversation that I had with my wife about that investment, that, that decision um, to spend our money that way. In the similar way that, we had a, that discussion when I decided to sign up for the, the mastermind membership because there's a monthly uh, fee that you pay with that. So I think the re- to answer your question why I decided to go on the summit, like I shared, I've, I've been involved in community with these men for over a year now. And so there aren't really many opportunities to, unless you live in close proximity, like, and there are some call teams where the guys all live kind of in, the same region of the country. So maybe once or twice a year they are getting together and they're just kind of doing that on their own um, Mm -hmm. initiative. Mm -hmm. But for me, it's like I've literally never met any of these guys in person. And so the opportunity to do that, to, you know, just work on these skills that we're doing over calls to do it in person to, you know, this is an emotional, there were emotional breakout times. I mean, we also had a lot of fun um, you were in downtown St. Louis, so ballpark village, and we're going to dinner and we're having fun. There's actually a group of like 30 guys that found this. This is a quick story. They found yeah, this. I love it. They found this Airbnb that was in this warehouse, like right outside the city, like in the hood. Um, all the buildings around it were boarded up. Wow. Um, and I, I, when I got there on Wednesday night and the actual summit started the next day, I was actually staying in an Airbnb by myself. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm trying to find some people. I don't want to be the sad sack who spends his first night in St. Louis alone, going to dinner alone. So I messaged some guys on the Facebook group and were like, hey, and someone had shared like, we're at this awesome Airbnb. Here's the address. So I'm like, okay. And I, Here drive, we go. I drive to the place. I see the front of the building. I'm going to get jumped. Yeah, all just boarded up. 
in the hood my and i'm like i drive around back and there's just this big like gravel lot and so i pull over in the parking lot and i take a picture of the building am i in the right spot yeah i post it to the facebook thing i'm like am i in the right place like this is the hood like is this a setup (laughs) is this a trap and and like i don't have anybody's phone number so it's like you wow you have to wait for someone to see your post talk about getting uncomfortable yeah so no one replied right away so then i drove back downtown got dinner alone Ah, and and then someone did respond and i got a number and and called them and like yeah you were at the right place like come back i'm like okay and so i got there and um yeah this guy from new york uh unlocked the door and let me in and it was like this crazy boutique hotel they were staying in is like oh sweet it was really cool it was like uh like i don't know what the theme was it was like nautical themed maybe wow it's called like the boathouse so they had three floors of this place and like the first floor was just like this huge bar and i mean yeah we had a fun time there great great time huh. that, that was really where like a lot of the and a lot of the guys would say like the actual summit is great and like the exercises you go through are awesome. But a lot of them are like, this is the best part where we're hanging out with yeah, guys. Where we just right. get to hang out. We right. get to like be friends. Yeah. We get to still have like real conversations. Right. Um, but it's in like less of a formal atmosphere. Right. Yeah. Okay. So I think just, let's talk about just the environment they created. Yeah. Like the overall, like kind of high level, yeah. Feel of the weekend. I think that would be good for our listeners to for hear. This. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So it wasn't one thing I really appreciated is it wasn't like speaker after speaker. Oh, just love it. kind of standing it's just on stage. So hard to yeah. Standing on stage and kind of portraying why, why they're great or have success and why you should do what they do. There was one speaker and he was really good, but really there were kind of just three facilitators and they would walk us just through different leadership skills and we had like a packet where we would kind of answer our own questions like i'm even looking at mine right now and it was it was you know think back to a moment where you witnessed exceptional leadership in action mm-hmm. how did it leave a lasting impact on you how did that person or, or people exhibit this leadership and like how did it contribute to making the moment special and how did you feel during that so we're just kind of answering these questions and then they're really good at just having us break out into smaller groups like pretty frequently so whether we were in pairs or groups of three four or five at one point we were in a group of six and we would just share our answers and we would get into more real stuff of just like you know in our marriages and with our parenting and even our vocational goals um i'll share one thing that was meant a lot to me at one point, one of the facilitators was, we were talking about leadership qualities and, and how that impacts our marriage. And he was just like, all right, this is going to be the only time I say this, but like, take out your phones and I want you to text your, your, your wife, um, and ask her the question, what are the most important strengths or qualities that you see in me that you would love our kids mm. to teach their grandkids? It's good. So the whole theme of the weekend was like transformative, like generational leadership. Right. So not just thinking right. about your family, but how it's going to leave an impact on future generations. And we did visualization exercises around that to even like think about when we're in our 80s and we walk into an auditorium and it's full of all of our loved ones, uh, friends and family, and they're all there to celebrate the impact you've left on them. Like, what are they celebrating? What are they talking for? about? Yeah, right. right. Yep. 
So, but going back to the question, I texted my wife that question. Yeah, what was her answers? Are you going to say those? Yeah, yeah. So he had us text and then he kind of went on with walking us through the exercise. And then like maybe 10, 15 minutes later, he's like, all right, that should have given you time. If your wife hasn't texted you, there's an issue there. <laughs> then you're probably not going back home. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so yeah, Victoria did respond and she uh, just said, you know, loving Jesus, leading our family and our faith, humility, mm. repentance. I mean, I have to repent a lot because I mess up a lot. Um, being a, a dreamer and a, a goal setter, I think that's an area where I've, uh, in a healthy way, just challenged her and helped her grow. Um, and then just like stewarding our finances. Mm. She also said, bonus, oh. being your goofy self. So, yeah, I actually, when the guy asked who wanted to share i was the first person to raise my hand so there I you go that's stood, uncommon yeah stood up in front of like 200 guys and just read that off and mm-hmm. they do like a appreciation like all right one clap and then everybody claps and uh, so that was just special one for me to receive that from victoria that validation but then be able to share it um and just yeah encourage uh the other men there so love it yeah what else you want to know oh man there's so many so many things i want to know what do you think your biggest takeaway was from the weekend? I yeah. understand what your biggest uh, uncomfortable moment was in the in the back of the warehouse. I get <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> um, that's a good question. I'm still I'm still kind of like processing through that because I spent so this is like a week ago, and I spent like the two days after I returned really just going back through my uh, packet, which is like twenty yeah, thirty, 30 pages. pages. Right. And just kind of reflecting over my answers and even just the visualization exercise. Um, so I have a couple really big takeaways, but I think a big one, even just for to share on the show, is being willing to step into the unknown, being willing to do something mm. you've never done. Like there's a saying, if you want to get something you never had, you got to do something you've never done. Mm-hmm. And since I've stepped into this community and really embraced um, what it can be. I've just seen it multiply back like benefits to me of like growing Mm -hmm. as a husband and a father, obviously being able to use these skills to encourage other men in my life, whether they're in my connection group, like just got some coffee with guys from my church yesterday morning. And I shared with them like my experience and, and we were even just like talking about how can we be better communicators in our marriage. Mm-hmm. So I think a big takeaway is just being willing to do something you've never done to get something you've never had. And then, and then the importance of just inviting other people into that. Like I've already invited several people. I've already signed up for next year. I would love for Phil to come with me. If that's, if that's in the cards, if that's God's will, but it's just, yeah, it's just really motivated me even in what we're aspiring to do with the Uncommon yeah, and absolutely. how we can be different, how we can just really serve whoever God would have us serve. That's good. Uh, my biggest thing after that, my next question is like, how can I hold you accountable to that? Like, you know, taking yourself, getting yourself out of the uncomfortable. I think it's a really, to edify you, going down to St. Louis, not knowing anybody. Like, that's a big thing. Yeah. I'm all about that kind of stuff. Like I love, but it's still a big thing. It's kind of, yeah. And so like, how can I hold you accountable more to keep doing that? Cause yeah. I feel like there's a lot of growth that happens for you. And yeah. I think everybody, that's but that's a great question. Cause that's so true. Like it'd be one thing for me to go on this weekend and have this amazing experience. But then if I don't do anything with it, yes. like, what was it's it a all waste. for? Yeah. So right. 
Yeah, I can definitely share okay. with you some of the goals I've set um, through doing kind of the exercises and the visualization. I'd have to look through it right now, but I can share that on like another yeah, episode. I think and, that would be good. Um, and yeah. I think too, like what you just said is like, you don't want to have an experience. Let's say it's the uncommon or the dad edge, but, and you don't want to come back and be status quo. Right. Cause there's only so many times you can do that before your spouse is like, no, I don't want to let you <laughs> yeah. go anywhere else. Like you're not changing. You're, you're not, not changing. Growing. Yeah. You're yeah. doing the same repetitive things and you're getting the same result. Like how about you do something, push yourself into the uncomfortable. So that's one. Here's, here's another question. So it's yet to be determined on that one. Uh, what is one relationship that you want to keep like pouring into mm. from the, the weekend that you had? Like someone that I met down there. Mm-hmm. That's yep. a great question. Um, I don't know about like a specific person. Cause like, yeah, there was even one page where it was like, write down the people that you met and like, what was one thing about them and like the impact that they left on you. I think it's just, so I'm in a call team right now and we're going through, some marriage training as like a big group. And then we have like our small group that really kind of goes deeper with stuff. Mm -hmm. So most of those guys in the small group were at the summit, which was so cool to meet them. There's like seven of us. So I think five of us were there. Wow. And so up until the point before I'd gone to the summit, it's kind of like, yeah, these guys are cool. I agree with a lot of their views and philosophy on marriage and life. Um, but there wasn't like that strong connection. And now like having two and a half days with them to work through some stuff to like, yeah. s- you know, cry together to yeah. share together. Like I was just jacked to, I can't wait for our next call together because yeah. we get to like build on this momentum further the relationship, deep in these right. relationships. And so those That's are the guys good. that I really want to be intentional with just continuing to encourage and, and actually to share this, this is how you can hold me accountable. So this is one thing you can hold me accountable for. Okay. Uh, they, the main guy who leads it, he shared on the last day that they were going to do a 365-day challenge of no drinking, so no alcohol. Mm. And my initial thought was like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. I don't need to do it. Right. Um, maybe it's not for me. Right. And you don't struggle with that. Yeah, I'm right. not like an alcoholic. I don't struggle with it. But the more I was thinking, it really just came down to like, how is drinking like serving me, serving mm. my life? And there are no, there are no reasons I no can come ones, up with. Right. So I'm not here today saying like, I'm never going to drink again, but I did sign up for that challenge. Wow. So I'm on day five and a half. Wow. Good for you, man. Yeah. And we've got, we've got a group text that we're on and I downloaded an app called the sober app and it just each day there's like questions to just help you reflect on your motives for why you're doing this and like how it's going to serve you as well as like the people in your life. So good for you. Yeah. Um, not to make this about me, but I still have something for 365 days. I want to roll out as soon as we start getting momentum with this. Like I can't wait. (laughs) Nobody's going to do it. Uh, anyway. Okay. Uh, but they should last thing. Okay. You, you mentioned you're going back next year. What, what is it that makes you want to like one take me too? Cause it sounds like I'm going (laughs) awesome. I usually make my friends go through one thing before I have to go do it. So, (laughs) so yeah, I'm super excited to go back because I went into this year not really knowing what to expect, not with really any goals other than to like learn and be open to whatever they're encouraging us to do in, in a growth standpoint. And and I feel like I was receptive to that. So now I'm going, you know, I have the whole year to yeah. work towards Think through this. these goals and these right. visions that were presented to me while I was there. So 
I have accountability with my call team and, and now with you, obviously, to to be working each day towards these things. And so now when we go back next year, one, it's going to be a celebration of like what we've done mm-hmm. and just an opportunity to keep building on that, that foundation that's been set and continue to grow. So, yeah, and I'm excited to hopefully have a couple people come with me so that I don't have to eat dinner alone the first night. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like you wouldn't have to even if nobody came. But, right. Okay, I have one other question that just came to my mind. Yeah. And this is more the uncommon because we talked about the difference between what you did uh, and what they're creating and what we're doing. And yeah. one of them is experiences. Mm-hmm. So the five people that you met, what would have been one experience that you would have loved to have with those five guys that would have get, which even got hmm. you deeper than what you would have? Yeah, that's a great question. Because like I said, we did do that that intense workout and that was super cool because it was very much like a environment of like cheering on the guy next yeah. to you. So I'm all for doing something that's active because yeah. again, that just built really, that really built the relationships quickly. So a specific thing, um, I mean, we can go skydiving. Okay. Deal. <laughs> deal. I like Put it. Put our lives on the line. <laughs> There's never anything more unifying yeah. than like we could die, <laughs> but this is going to be awesome. If your, if your shoot doesn't open, man, just grab my leg. And yeah. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> So, okay, good. Well, I appreciate your insight into that weekend and just being, you know, comfortable with being uncomfortable Yeah. and the growth that you've had in your personal life and then your accountability that we can hold you accountable to. So that's good. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to uh, change this podcast. All right. I think we should end it right here. Okay. And then we'll jump into my uncomfortable weekend. Deserves its own episode. I right? don't know if it's deserves it its own, but I just feel like it's so good. We should just wrap it up now. Yeah. Here's what I would say though. I have a takeaway. Okay. But you can go first if you have a takeaway. Yeah, I, I take away from my own. I well, think, for like a challenge, takeaway challenge for our yeah. listeners. So as I think about my weekend in light of what we're aspiring to do with The Uncommon, the thing that sets it apart is just the community. So mm-hmm. it's great to go. Like we want you to to apply to go on one of these experiences, but just know we're also creating a platform where we can have ongoing accountability because we're not, we just don't have the margin to be together in person all the time. Mm -hmm. But thank God for technology. Like we can still get that to some degree. So we're creating a platform where we can do that, where we can hop on regular calls where they can be specific to growing in marriage or parenting, or your finances, or your job, and just your career, uh, your faith. So Mm -hmm. I would just encourage listeners to not only be open to going on one of these experiences, but also just be open down down the road to really like lean into this community. Mm -hmm. Um, Because you, it's crowdsourced wisdom. So it's not me or Philip, you know, sitting on high, like, it's not us. These are the answers. And this is what you do. It's us learning, and that's what I've appreciated so much is us learning from one another. And when I'm on the mountaintop, I look back and I try to lift somebody out. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be a time where I need to lift it up. Yeah, where right. I'm in the valley in like darkness, right. and I need encouragement. I need other brothers to lift me up. We all need that. And I think as men, we're there's just taboo around it, and mm. we're told to just pick yourself up by your bootstraps and yeah. just that lone wolf mentality. And that like being vulnerable is a weakness. And that's just so far from the truth. Like the strongest men I've ever met were the guys at that summit that were 
like bearing their hearts and souls balling yeah right. and like doing it because they want to improve and they want to be better for their loved ones and like that takes true strength like mm. it doesn't take any strength to just keep doing what you're doing and drift through life and right you wake up 20 years from now and your marriage is in shambles and you don't you're estranged from your kids and you're not it's not healthy. worth it yeah there's so, no goals out there that are i could go on and on and on but That's i'll wrap good. it up right there good <laughs> Okay, mine's one that you you mentioned, and I was like smiling ear to ear when you mentioned it. Um, so my biggest thing that I love that you did is I want my, like the uncommon people, the uncommon people, the uncommoners, as we will yeah. say, to be the first one to say, all right, who wants to share? I do. Like, yeah. I don't want that hesitation. No one likes it, friends. No one likes it. Well, hey, who wants to be the first to share? And then it's like 30 Crickets. seconds later. <laughs> I want the this and i would like to challenge you to be like no i want to share yeah. like not because nobody wants to share hmm. and nobody definitely wants to be the first one to share or normally that's not like your first instinct mm-hmm. uh but i've definitely made it a practice in mind like okay who wants to share? i'll share like even if i don't have anything to say like i'll just be the one to kick it off yeah um and i'd like you did that yeah and i'd like our listeners to challenge themselves to be that one that says like yep i'll go first yeah, that's um, good. And, and yeah, I'll just say real quick and thank you for yeah affirming that. Um, I didn't do that at a, like a place of pride or because like oh I've got something really no, good. Right, good. One, I was just moved by what my wife shared, and I wanted to share that with others. But when you lead out in vulnerability, you just you create a safe space for others to do the same. And it's like you say we don't all want to share first, and I agree with that. But at the core of who we are, I was like we all want to share. Yeah, we right. just want to know that it's a safe environment to do that. And that's what I appreciated so much about my weekend there is like, I never had a second thought of like, am I going to be judged? Yeah. Rejected, ridiculed. I was like, right. Since I stepped in here, it's just been honesty and transparency. So I'm glad you kind of paired that with that. Cause like, I'm never like, yeah, I want to share. Cause I want to share. I don't. And everybody kind of hear this. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it kind of, everybody kind of laughs like, wow, thanks. You know, like, thanks for being the first person. It's like a sigh of relief kind. Yes. So then people can collect their thoughts and they know that, well, Philip, whatever Philip's going to say isn't going to be great anyway. So I'm going to be better than that. So (laughs) I feel like that's my, our challenge to you and, um, great job stepping out of the comfort zone. Yeah. Thanks for letting me share. You've been listening to the uncommon. I've been your host, Philip. I'm Ryan. Till next time, go push yourself out of your comfort zone.